The Bloody Podcastacre with Zach Walters and Kennedy Catherine. What the hey, hell? Hey, hey, we didn't hate it, but, <laughs> but sure like, didn't love it. But also, like, we don't really know what to really talk about. No, but we're recording now. <laughs> well. Here's a feeling I had about it. Mm-hmm. I said I would have loved this movie in, like, 2008. When I was getting into Gremlins, when I loved, like, a comedy horror that was not scary enough to be scary, but was lightly introing me into that world, I bet I would have been like, This is yes, it. Yes, this is it. This is it, Michael Jackson, 2008. I can't, couldn't even focus on this for more than 10 minutes. I was in it. I, you know Oh, this. I know. I was in it. And then I was out. Honestly, the whiplash of your watching it was worse than my own experience. <laughs> what we're talking about is the movie Leprechaun. Here today on the Bloody Podcast, the car that's Zachary Walters. And that's Kennedy Catherine. I really thought you were going to say leprosy. <laughs> leprosy. We're talking about leprosy today. You got to know about it. Um, do you want to know something so strange? About just, leprosy? No, but just about, well, like medical conditions in general. Yes, I do. My YouTube Taylor ads are all about shingles. Do you have shingles? No. Well, maybe. It's always talking about how this dad can't do things, but with his shingles medicine and vaccination, he can. Shingle X. Mm. Shingax? No. It's like, I don't even want to Google it. It's something like that. It's like shingles and then the word X. At the end of the day, it sounds like a triumphant and hopeful tale. And is that inspiring for you when you're going about your day? No. Didn't think so. I got concerned. And leprosy. I couldn't tell you what leprosy is right now. Well, I believe it's a skin disease, but I feel that it existed mostly in the Bible. You know what? That could be... Jesus loved a leper. (laughs) <laughs> see see the leper leprechaun i we love it no, no we don't what is a leprechaun oh a tiny irish man with orange hair and a green suit <laughs> thank you and also happy saint patrick's day oh my god that is why we're doing this There's... happy stp you need saint pa- saint P- stp saint patrick's pay saint patrick's like hbd but stp one letter away from something no one wants. Mm-hmm. I did Google the what folklore. A is. The folklore of the leprechauns. Okay. Uh, their principal occupation was making and cobbling shoes. Yeah. That's it. Shoe cobbling. Tell Which me. Okay. <laughs> shoe cobbling. Shoe making. Shoe shining. It is such an industry in film. In um. Yes. Period pieces and also political pieces. What? Well, shoe shining. Like, I'm specifically thinking of, like, Veep, the TV show. They always are shining the shoes in the hallway or, right. you know. I see what you're saying. A part of me is, like, what a sophisticated career to have, you know? There's that one person here who makes shoes. Okay. On Instagram. They're very nice shoes. And they're all, like, custom fit, you know? Right. I would love that. I don't I- think I've bought a pair of shoes in, like, that's a lie. Recently, I have bought shoes, actually. I bought boots, but. Yeah. Who cares? I'm one of those people who I wear one pair of shoes until they're completely destroyed, and then I just switch to another pair every single day, though. But you oscillate through different pairs, like, at the same time, right? No. What you wear one pair of shoes with every outfit for, yeah, like, Yeah, my a... white runners right now. Okay. But, like, if there's something special happening, right. I would change it into, like, a fancier shoe, but, like, I always wear my white runners. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You're right. Because when you came to my house the other day, I looked over and said, what dad is in my house right now? Why, mm-hmm. why are those shoes here? I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But anyways, shoe cobbling. And also playing practical jokes. That's the other part of a leprechaun. I love leprechaun. a practical joke. I love an innocent joke. You know what I hate? Pranks. Get beat. I hate prank channels. Remember when that was a huge thing? Still kind of is. Well, I feel like the straights, the straight people on YouTube, they love to prank each other. I think it's so mean-spirited. And I know that I'm about to take this one step too far. But as a cancer Mm. with a very sensitive soul, I would have intense trust issues if I felt like my partner was trying to play pranks on me literally ever. All the time? I have a hard and fast no pranks rule. I've been very into Paris Hilton recently. Mm-hmm. So I went into a hole. I watched her documentary. Stars are blind. Stars are blind. Nothing in this world. Great songs. Remember that montage in... Um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it either. But Me neither. Promising it, young woman. Yes. Um, no, but so speaking of pranks, there's this group. I don't know. They did a fake prank on Paris Hilton where they took her into this plane and made it seem like it was falling and crashing terrifying like she was like so scared and everyone else was in on it because like what's the joy in that i think getting spooked and like a little like haha you just got pranked spooked momentarily but when it's like causing trauma to people like she probably never wants to go on a plane again if i'm in the depths of a depression nothing's gonna take me out faster than watching the compilation of sarah paulson in the haunted houses on the ellen show or getting scared on ellen a quick scare is mm-hmm. funny. That's something like, different. A planned, thorough, uncomfortable situation that you're putting someone in, I can't I can't watch them. Do you remember there was that really big controversy on YouTube? It was probably ten years ago now, maybe yeah, about then. These friends dressed up, pretended to kidnap one of their friends, put them in the trunk of his car, took him to the roof, and pretended to shoot his best friend in front of him. <gasps> do you remember that? I do. And it it I, wasn't until you said that part that I yeah, remember. Yeah, and then he was like... Sobbing. Because watch, he just watched his best friend get shot and die. They're like, haha, prank. It's like, that's that's not a prank. That yeah, is no, literally cruelty. That's traumatizing. How does this have to do with Leprechaun? <laughs> because they love a, a good prank. little practical joke. And you joke. know what? The leprechaun in this leprechaun movie, he loved a traumatizing practical joke. His practical jokes were murder. Murder. So they cobbled. They cobbled. Some... <laughs> they cobbled and joked. A little trickster, a little jokester. Is that all? Is that all? Yeah. Oh, and then okay. I just put that this movie was a bad idea and a bad execution. Why did we decide to do a full episode? Yeah, that is a great question. Did you have to, like in elementary school, build leprechaun traps? I don't think so. We did. Which I think is adorable. Was St. Patrick's Day something you, like, celebrated, like, your parents did, like, for you, though? Mm, no, which is strange, because we are of the Irish descent. We just, like, my parents would always put, like, little gold coins around the carpet. Like, yeah. this is, like, a little trail. I'm sure my mom probably did something festive, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't remember, is what I was trying to say. Should we just, uh... Get into yield. Uh... The yield description? Yeah. All right. Okay, you guys, you know what? Let's just break it down. Let's get into it. Ooh. Let's tell you some facts. Break, b- b- break it down. So we open this movie with Dan O'Grady. Wow, you're really just taking this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just There's no seriousness. It's There's easy, no it's beautiful smooth. leprechaun. So this movie opens with Dan O'Grady, and he is an Irishman who returns home (laughs) to his home in North Dakota from a trip to Ireland where he stole the pot of gold from a leprechaun. 
After burying the gold, he discovers that this evil leprechaun has followed him home and murdered his wife. Which I thought was his mother. Also, I was very confused about them living in North Dakota. <laughs> Which is very close to us, and it scared me because of the tarantula. Dan uses a four-leaf clover to suppress the leprechaun's powers and traps him in a box, but before... When did the leprechaun show up? I said, the evil leprechaun followed him home. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I actually don't think I said <laughs> it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because you said... North Dakota. <laughs> He stole a pot of gold from a leprechaun. Leprechaun. That's why I have to spell it when I'm typing it. It's really cute. So after burying the gold, he discovers that the evil leprechaun has followed him home and murdered his wife. Yes, I said that. Oh. <laughs> Either way, he uses a four-leaf clover to suppress the leprechaun's powers and trap him in a box. But before he can burn him, he suffers a stroke. <laughs> Not the leprechaun, the man. <laughs> or could you imagine? The leprechaun suffers a stroke and a film. <laughs> they would have been better off. Yes. And it would have just been them, like, living in North Dakota for an extra hour. <laughs> actually hours. just a movie of these people renovating their house in North Dakota. Yeah, I like that better. So ten years later, J.D. Redding and his teenage daughter, Tori, rent this farmhouse for the summer. Contract workers Nathan, his 10-year-old brother Alex, and their friend Ozzy help repaint the farmhouse. While looking around the basement, Ozzy hears the leprechaun's cries for help and mistakes him for a child, so he accidentally frees him. After failing to convince the others that he met a leprechaun, Ozzy and Alex spot a rainbow and chase it to where a bag of 100 gold coins magically appears. After Ozzy tests the gold and accidentally swallows a coin, they stash it in an old well and plot to keep it for themselves, hoping to fix Ozzy's brain as he is disabled. So that is one part of this film that is incredibly outdated. Sorry to have to say it. At the farm, the leprechaun lures the father, JD, into a trap and injures his hand. The others rush him to the hospital and the leprechaun follows. Meanwhile, Alex and Ozzy visit a pawn shop to see if the gold is pure. After they leave, the leprechaun kills the shop owner and then returns to the farmhouse. After leaving JD at the hospital, the group drives back to the farmhouse. Finding it ransacked, Nathan checks outside where he's injured by a bear trap set by the leprechaun. They shoot the leprechaun several times with a shotgun, which does nothing. The leprechaun terrorizes the group until Ozzy reveals that he and Alex found the pot of gold. Tori recovers the bag from the well and gives it to the leprechaun. While counting his gold, the leprechaun discovers that he's missing the last coin that Ozzy had swallowed. Eventually, Ozzy tells them about O'Grady, who was taken to a nursing home after his stroke, so he did not die. Tori visits the home to learn how to kill the leprechaun. At the nursing home, the leprechaun pretends to be O'Grady. He chases Tori to an elevator and throws O'Grady's bloodied body down the shaft as she flees. But before he dies, O'Grady tells her that the only way to kill the leprechaun is with a four-leaf clover. Tori then returns to the farmhouse. Before the leprechaun can kill Ozzy, Alex takes a four-leaf clover, sticks it to a wad of gum, and shoots it into the leprechaun's mouth, causing him to melt away. The leprechaun falls into the well, but his skeleton climbs out. Nathan pushes the leprechaun back into the well and blows up both the well and the leprechaun with gasoline. The authorities arrive, and Tori is reunited with her father. As the cops investigate the remains of the well, the leprechaun vows he will not rest until he recovers every last piece of his gold. Leprechaun. There was moments that you were talking and, like you said, oh. that happened? Right? I 
I internalized, I would guess, 15% of this film. Because when I... 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. When I wrote the synopsis, I, I sure did not know most of this. In the first 15 minutes, when Jennifer Aniston, who is in this film... Pre-nose job. Pre-friends. Acting like she is 35, crazy sexual tension with her father. Yes. Wow. Did not realize... Yes. There's a point... Oh my god, Kate. The one worker is supposed Nathan. to kind of be like her love interest of yes. sorts, but nothing really happens. No, he's just them. a sexist asshole. Yeah, he's a sexist asshole who's kind of sexy. That's the vibe we're supposed to be getting is between these two. But boy, does her dad want to fuck. There's this part where she's talking about how she, something about knowing the touch of a man. And her dad is like, you do? In such fierce disappointment. So yes, yeah, sexual tension oozing all over the place in this father-daughter duo because Jennifer Aniston is like seems like she's maybe 15 years younger than this guy. Yep. <laughs> um, there's one scene in the beginning where she is going into the basement of this North Dakota farmhouse for the first time, okay? I have to set the scene. It is in like unfinished basement, like mm. an unfinished farmhouse basement. There's probably dirt on the floor. It is just wood. That's it. It's gross enough that there is a leprechaun in a box <laughs> that no one has noticed. Rotting. Yeah. Possibly for 10 years. Anyways, there is cobwebs hanging from ceiling to floor off every corner of that thing. That is the scene. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Addison goes, oh, cobwebs, and runs into them as if she's never seen them. Right. And I was like, bitch, you cannot tell me you didn't see an single cobweb and then you got scared you ran into one that whole basement was cobwebs and a tarantula in north dakota that tarantula i mean granted my hands are tiny that was as big as my hand big big tarantula i hate it my roommate said to me as i was watching it and getting scared she said usually the big ones are the ones you don't have to worry about and i said that is not the point no nope. i do not care about that and i do not like the whole they're as scared of you as you are as of them no, i don't no, believe no. that they're out for blood this is an optics situation for me i don't care about the reality i care what it looks like mm -hmm. and it looks frightening and why does it hairy is it actual hair i don't know me neither i don't care <sighs> this movie I mean, really and truly, what do I have to say about it? What I have to say is that it seems everybody watched this. Everybody and their mothers watched this movie in the 90s. And I was like, I don't think I've ever, like, I probably never heard of it as a child. I'd heard of it. And I have a really specific memory of seeing the cover somewhere. But I have no recollection of blockbuster. why or when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, R.A.P. In my little research because it was li very little of research. <laughs> this original Leprechaun was supposed to be made as a kid's, like a children's scary movie. Oh. When they realized that wasn't going to work, they added the blood and the violence and it didn't change anything to the storyline. Okay. I had read that, I, yeah, that's probably true, that when they made the shift, that they decided that they wanted it to be like a straight up violent horror. And then they realized as they started like kind of piecing it together that it would just never work. So yeah. they reworked it to be a comedy horror. They had Warwick Davis in latex on his face for two hours. For real. His makeup took three hours. And in this scene, there's a scene where he is chasing Jennifer Aniston in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. He's in the wheelchair. And he couldn't really use the wheelchair properly. So Jennifer Aniston physically had to run in slow-mo so that he could keep pace with her. I thought you were going to say that they tied strings to her 
and pulled him <laughs> like a chariot. No. That would have been better. Honestly, it sounds technically a little bit smarter than trying to run in slow-mo. Because I feel like if someone told me to run in snow-mo, snow-mo, <laughs> slow-mo, there's no believable way for me to pull no. that off. No. Not you. <laughs> uh, no, I mean... <laughs> someone. Particularly and specifically not me, but someone probably could. Can I tell you some fun facts? Are they going to be fun? They actually are kind of fun. So, first of all, Jennifer Aniston's first feature film. Wow. Good for her, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm embarrassed to be talking about it, so I wonder how she feels about being in it. I wonder if she remembers doing it. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> um, One brain cell. For real. The movie was delayed by two years. For, the release why? was delayed by two years. Why? They're be- not in a pandemic. I was confused about the timeline because I was thinking, of course, when people start network television shows... And they go up for a pilot. They have no idea if something is going mm-hmm. to go. So her doing work that coincides with that makes sense. But I was like, wow, this is so sort of evenly matched. She would have been starting Friends at the same time that this movie was coming out. But it was actually made probably three years before Friends had even come to fruition, even though they sort of came out at the same time. So that was an interesting thing. The release was delayed because they needed more time for marketing. And they tried to pair with like the NBA They also, so the movie in and of itself was inspired by a couple of things, one of which was a comic book from the 30s, which followed a spiteful leprechaun named Dan O'Grady, who tried to steal a pot of gold from Irish goblins. But it was also inspired by the writer had seen a Lucky Charms commercial. I did read about the Lucky Charms. Because it was partially inspired by Lucky Charms, they wanted to pay homage to the brand by including the cereal in the movie. So they wrote a scene in which the leprechaun eats Lucky Charms, and then he says, I can't, the line is like... I think I have it. Oh, no, I have the oh, the other line he says. Yeah, so the kid at the end of the film was supposed to say, your luck just ran out. Mm-hmm. But when they actually saw the film, like when General Mills, who owns Lucky Charms, saw the film, they were so mad about the subject matter that they broke the agreement. So the scene was reshot with a generic Lucky Clover cereal brand, and at the end, the kid instead says, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Which, amazing. I love that. Do you know what's wild? when you said NBA. So there is numerous Leprechaun movies. Mm-hmm. Eight, to be exact. Sure is, and one of them came out in 2020. Yeah, Leprechaun Returns. Do you want to know what the tagline for that was? I really do. Back to Shamrock Your World. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) The taglines of these movies are, I don't want to say it, gold. That is, ugh. ugh, But that is genius marketing. Right? I love that. Um, The fifth one, which was Leprechaun Origins, Mm -hmm. was supposed to be, no, not the fifth one, sorry, the seventh, which came out in 2014, was supposed to be this... Because all of them are supposed to be standalone films. Mm-hmm. None of them relate to one another. But this one, Leprechaun Origins, was supposed to be... Was it Origins? One of them relates to the one we watched, the first one. It happens, okay. and it's supposed to be with John Franison's daughter. So, cool. But anyways, Leprechaun Origins was in association with WWE wrestling. What? And Hornswoggle, who was a WWE wrestler, was the Leprechaun. This whole thing sounds made up as hell. Hornswoggle? That's his wrestling name. That's hilarious. Also, shocking Jennifer Aniston did not reprise her role as the mother in that film. You would think. You would think that the place that started her off would really... You know what? She owes them. They probably reached out. (laughs) 
They probably and she probably did. did not even see that call. Okay. I want to read you the taglines for all these other movies. I'm so excited. So Leprechaun 2, the tagline was, this time luck has nothing to do with it. Easy, right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun 3 takes place in Las Vegas. Okay. I'm kind of into it. Apparently, that's the best one out of all of them. It already sounds like the best. Um, The third one is Welcome to Vegas. The odds are you won't leave out alive. Okay. Okay, interesting. Hangover uh, 4, Leprechauns in Vegas. Yes. Yes. Um, but apparently, the like characters in that one are very good. Oh, like, okay. The setting is good in Vegas. Mm. Who knew? <laughs> Leprechaun 4, he goes to space. He uh, is trying to marry the space princess, the Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. I actually physically, like, did you see my eyes glaze, glaze over. over? Yeah, you were gone. Gone. The tagline was one step for man, one giant leap for uh, terror. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to watch just like, I think I'm just going to watch like a montage of all of these movies. I don't want to watch the full thing. No. But I just want to watch like best scenes from Leprechaun series. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of those on YouTube, like watch Mojo. <laughs> Someone put a compilation together they, for sure. There has to be. Yes. Then we get into the risky ones, okay? So there was Leprechaun 5, which was Leprechaun in the Hood. And the tagline was Evil's in the House. <laughs> okay. And there was Leprechaun 6, Back to the Hood. And the is spelled T-H-A. And the tagline was Evil has a whole new rap. Who? Who? I know. For some reason, I have it stuck in my head. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Mm. And I keep waiting for you to be like, Leprechaun 7, Back in the Habit. Well, Leprechaun 8. I know. And then there was the Origins one, the WWE Leprechaun movie, which just was a horror icon is born. And then there was Back to Shamrock, Your World. Did you write a horror icon is born? Like, yeah. that's something you would have written. Me? Yes. I know. A star is born. Yeah. Leprechaun. These movies, a lot of people love them because they're so bad. There's a line between, like, cheesy where you can watch it and laugh, but then there's a line where it's bad. Yeah, and this is Bad. bad. The first 15 minutes, though, I was hysterical, losing my mind. Kennedy, if you would like, put in the audio clips that I sent you while I was watching this film. Oh, I should try. I don't know if I'm able to, but I'm going to try because it was a ride. We decided to watch it, and Zach likes to watch the movies close to recording. Mm -hmm. So he was rogue on this one, and he watched it early. I watched it a week early. (laughs) And the voice messages I was getting... When I tell you that you took me for a ride, because it was like, I was ecstatic for you. I was ecstatic for me. I thought, here we go. It's Krampus 2.0. Yes. But when we both thoroughly will enjoy. Right. This is not just going to be a me adventure. Mm -hmm. This is for both of us. And then probably 20 minutes later, you were like, I physically cannot stand it anymore. And I realized, oh no. Yeah. It took a turn. I was so into it. And I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm just going to close my laptop and I'm going to play a phone game, a silly little phone game by myself on the couch. And I did. The movie ended and I said, that's it? (laughs) (laughs) We kept checking the time left. And at one point there was 26 minutes left. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Was I expecting less? Yes, but that's fine. That movie ended four hours later. Yes, dragged on. Because there's just so much tiny leprechaun fighting. That serves no purpose. Remember when he had a, a clown car? Yeah, I do. Remember how he did a tricycle? <laughs> so he like... How's 
He throws basically this tricycle into the pawn shop. And the guy who owns the pawn shop is doing that thing where he uh, is narrating what he's doing so that the audience gets it, even though we get it. The tricycle hits him. No reaction. None. None. He's fully intent on going about his night as if nothing has happened. Correct. And then that that leprechaun pogos him to death. I don't remember that happening. Mm, Okay. You're talking about a scene and I'm nodding along saying correct. Not a single clue. No idea. Cool. No idea what you're talking about. Right. Um, But anyways, has a plethora of vehicles and transportation devices. (laughs) Motor vehicles. I was going to say motor vehicles. (laughs) Oh, and you know what? Like, the writing was horrible, but, like, that's to be expected. But they tried to have, like, a precocious child, but that 10-year-old spoke in a way that I have never... The star of the movie, truly. He really was. I think he might be the kid from Poltergeist. Mm, I think I'm also lying about that. But can we just talk about the the accent for a second? The leprechaun's accent? Yeah. Full disclosure. I had smokeshmashwana when I had watched this movie. Of course, yes. I thought that the leprechaun was doing a Brooklyn accent. <laughs> and I kept being like, what accent is he doing? And she's like, Irish. I'm like, no, he's not. And she's like, yeah, he is. I was like, no, this, like, I fully was like, okay. Because also when I had looked up leprechaun, I had seen leprechaun back in the hood. And so I started to fully concoct a theory in my head that the leprechaun was not from Ireland. He's from Brooklyn. That he was from Brooklyn. And that he was just like a <laughs> tiny little gangster, fully convinced. And then anytime that he was doing an Irish accent, I thought that he was a man from Brooklyn putting on an Irish accent as part of his leprechaun joke. <laughs> and then I realized that I had concocted a full theory in my head that was not correct. Remember when he also pretended to be a cat in a tree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked that one. <laughs> my, ver- my roommate goes, can he shapeshift? I was like, have you not noticed at any point throughout this movie that he has never used his own voice? He has lured everyone with someone else's voice. Wow. What a ride. What a film. Yeah, I really have not much else to say about it. I have it. truly nothing else. Remember in the beginning when he, the guy who stole the gold, picked up the leprechaun like he was about to wrestle him and threw him into the box? What? Yes. Can you say that again? So... O'Grady. What's his first name? Dan? Don? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan. Dan, yes. Yeah. When he shoots him yeah. and then puts him into the box, mm. he picks him up with one arm on either side. So his head is in one elbow crease and <laughs> his leg is on either side. of. And he takes them and it looks like he's just going to take him and slam him down <laughs> on the ground. But all he does is he takes him and throws him into the box. But I was like, this is why WWE wanted oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this partnership. We were both just... Going in so many directions that they chose not to. I know. So, Leprechaun 9, let's star in it. Okay. You and I can be... Oh my god. Tell me everything. Here we go. Okay. Two podcast hosts talking about Leprechaun. Somehow, we see a rainbow. (gasps) We're like, there's no way that this is happening while recording an episode of Leprechaun. We go and find it. We find the gold. We take it. The Leprechaun. Leprechaun haunts us. Yes. He terrorizes us. I love this. And then... Everything comes full circle. He's the one hosting the podcast in the end. Because what do we do? Take ourselves out. Because as we've said a million times. Yes, we do not want any part of it. We're Um, done. We're tired. But he still has to run a podcast for us. That's part of the contract. That is part of the contract. So he's doing two If you want your gold back and we have to die for it, you are going to have to host the podcast. Yeah, also don't leave your gold. Don't leave your gold at the end of a rainbow. Like, who is stupid enough to just leave it? Also. In the open? Why? How does... Here's what I don't understand. 
where does the rainbow come from? Where does the gold come from? How does it manifest? Why was it in North Dakota? Why weren't you there first? These are all very good questions. But you don't also, have the answers. I don't have the answers. Remember in the very opening scene where the leprechaun's walking into like his dungeon? Yeah. And then he sits out and he says, who tries to steal me gold won't live through the night. And then it cuts. I was like, where does he live? <laughs> At that point, I was in it. <laughs> yeah, it's the first like two seconds. I'm telling you, the beginning of this movie is a clincher. It gets you and then it spits you back out I real know. quick. Once it changes storylines to a new family, I was like, I'm out. What I would like to end this podcast saying is that I think our rewrite, either of Leprechaun Kills Us, takes over the podcast, mm-hmm. or Daniel Grady kills him, and it, honestly, it's just a movie about renovating a home in North Dakota, is a really great idea. Should we redo Leprechaun, the first one? We'll do a reboot, like okay. just the original, yeah. but we'll end the movie there, and you and I will renovate a home in North Dakota. Oh. <laughs> That sound I just made was so <laughs> genuine because it's reminding me of our fant- our mother fantasy where we're going to mm, own that home. And like, yes. I think that'd be so nice for us. And do you know what's probably great what? about this? North Dakota is like geologically similar to where we live. We would be fine. Well, they filmed that Kristen Stewart movie here. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. It all comes full circle, baby. For a little circle. <laughs> you are going to say it in fruition. Yeah, I was going to say about four things and just none of them came out. Anyways, should we rate this? Oh my god, I forgot we have to do that. Yes, we should. Scary. Zero. Zero. Um, Unsettling. Zero. Oh my god. Unsettled to the max of a zero. Yeah. Story. I'm going to go ahead and, and just say, say zero. zero. I think this is our first full <laughs> zeros. Across the board. Yes. Was it a paper cut? Or was it? A bloody massacre. No paper in sight, honestly. Nope, none. Nope. <laughs> We're safe. We're good. We're good. Um, I wrote, I mean, I've never seen a leprechaun in real life, so who's to say? <laughs> and I also said, but it's also one petal shy away from finding a four-leaf clover. How do they just magically have so many? <laughs> they have two in that movie? I know. I've never seen one in my fucking life. Get out of here. Also, do you have vocal fry? I do. <laughs> Anyways. That's what happens when I hit my... It's when Pazuzu comes in. <laughs> okay, well, um, this is the Bloody Podcastacre. You can follow us at Podcastacre on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You can email us at thebloodypodcastacre at gmail.com. You can subscribe, comment, like on the YouTubes, and leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot. Until next time. Don't let your luck run out. <laughs>